Have you ever considered the impact your work environment has on your health and your productivity? Enter Uplift Desk, a revolutionary standing desk designed to transform the way you work. And that's just the beginning of what Uplift Desk has to offer. With an emphasis on ergonomics and customization, Uplift Desk offers a solution that caters to the dynamic needs of modern professionals. Whether you're coding, designing, or podcasting, like I am right now, the flexibility to switch between sitting and standing can significantly enhance your focus and vitality. What makes Uplift Desk stand out is not just their commitment to quality and innovation, but also their dedication to creating a healthier workspace. With options to customize from over 100 desktop materials and a plethora of accessories, Uplift Desk ensures that your work setup is uniquely yours, promoting better posture and movement throughout the day. And here's an offer to get you started on a healthier work journey starting today. Go to upliftdesk.com slash timecrafting for 5% off your order. That's upliftdesk.com slash timecrafting to get 5% off your entire order. Your health, your productivity, your future self will thank you. Again, that's upliftdesk.com slash timecrafting and get 5% off your entire order today. Have you ever had that heart-stopping moment when you realized you forgot the password to a critical account? I have, and that's exactly why I switched to 1Password years ago, and honestly, it's been a game-changer. I can't do without 1Password, and I know that if you give it a try, you will feel the same way. And when you support our sponsors, then you support the show. So I encourage you to check out what 1Password has to offer One of the things 1Password has to offer is it combines top-tier security with an award-winning design, making password management a breeze for anyone, anywhere. From the moment I started using 1Password, I said goodbye to the days of resetting passwords and worrying about security breaches. You see, 1Password isn't just about convenience. It's about saving you from the real cost of data breaches and the daily time suck of password resets. It works seamlessly across all your devices, filling in passwords for you so that you can sign in with a click. And the best part, all you need to do is remember one strong password that protects everything else. I've been using 1Password for as long as I can remember. My family is using it. Everyone in this household has bought in. It's, again, a game changer. It's completely transformed how I handle my digital security and my family feels the same way. We've gotten away from using the same passwords again and again and again, or sticky note reminders or having that notebook that says passwords I must remember. Plus, 1Password is trusted by millions, including giants like IBM and Slack. With 1Password, my digital life and my family's digital life is not only more secure, but infinitely simpler. And look, if you've ever been frustrated by a family member constantly asking for passwords, 1Password's secure sharing has been a total relationship saver for me. It's so secure that the Associated Press relies on it in high-risk areas, which means it's more than capable of keeping your digital life safe and streamlined. So why not make the switch? Protect yourself, your family, and your business with 1Password. It's the simple and secure way to manage your digital life. And right now, listeners of A Productive Conversation get a free two-week trial at onepasswordcom slash productive convo. 
That's two free weeks at onepassword.com slash productive convo. Again, onepassword.com slash productive convo. Check out one password. I know you'll fall in love with it like my whole family has. Again, that's onepassword.com slash productive convo for two free weeks. Check it out today. I'm Mike Vardy, and this is the Productivityist Podcast. Welcome to the Productivities Podcast. I am Mike Vardy, and I am very, very excited uh, because I have an episode that's suitable for both my Patreon supporters and my uh, general podcast audience. So here's what's happening. I just got back from the World Domination Summit, and I had an absolute blast. It was my fifth year running. I was one of the 2% that have attended all five events. And it was, it was phenomenal. So phenomenal, in fact, that um, I, the only time I really had to do any kind of uh, recording with anybody was at the actual meetup that I, I co-hosted with uh, the Asian Efficiency crew uh, in the form of Zachary Sexton and uh, Kendra Wright, who's a systems, uh, systems person who works alongside, I guess a systems expert is probably the best way to put it, who's worked with Jamie Tardy and, and works with Jamie Tardy at Eventual Billionaire and is doing her own thing as well. So uh, we had a phenomenal time. It was at the Green Dragon, which is a bistro and pub. We had the patio reserved. It was great. Zach did a great job of setting things up. And we had a whole bunch of folks that showed up. It was great to see so many uh, familiar and new faces that were there. And what what I decided to do was I thought it was a great opportunity to have um, my podcast uh, editor, the 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 sound person behind this podcast in more ways than one, John Polstra. He he lives in the area, and I said, hey, why don't you come by and we'll do some interviews. And the idea was for both of us to do interviews, and and it it, it did work out that way. Although the voice you will hear initially. Uh, will be John. And in fact, you will hear John's voice throughout the majority of the podcast. You've heard me talk to John before about meetings and, and, and such, so, or not meetings. Uh, uh, he does, he's a meetings guy. He loves his meeting stuff. But John and I have uh, got some stuff that we've been working working on. Uh, and uh, I wanted to have him on the show uh, now to kind of give the voice to the, to the, to the editing side of things. And we're also going to do some stuff at podcast movement as well. But what I decided to do is it was just so difficult to, you know, kind of segment these things out because we had a lot of people that were interested in, you know, just talking about productivity and, and, and a whole bunch of other stuff that I said, let's just put everybody on the show. And, and it's a longer episode than usual. So my usual half hour, 40 minutes, uh, or a little bit less is this is extending into the hour long range. So, um, but this is the kind of thing you would normally hear on a Patreon exclusive edition of the podcast. You'd have the whole enchilada. So um, I'll come back at the end and tell everybody how uh, they can actually support the show and then get the Patreon edition. For those Patreon supporters, thank you very much for being part of the show. I really do appreciate it. And, uh, you know, it's it's folks like uh, you as well as those who attended this meetup and all my readers and, and, and newsletter subscribers that really, really uh, kind of galvanize me. Um, and, and this event, the World Domination Summit, is just another way that I get galvanized. I've come back 
full of vim and vigor, ready to uh, take on the latter half of 20, uh, 2015 and into the beginning of 2016, because as you all know, I don't start my new year until February 2nd. So without further ado, let's dive into things. Uh, you'll f- her- first hear John Polstra talking uh, off the top of the first few interviews, then you're going to hear me. Um, and uh, all the people are mentioned in the show notes, so you get a chance to see who, who they are in the show notes. Uh, and I was really, really happy to, you know, just to get this episode out to all of you to give you a sense of uh, before the WDS madness set in and the madness, the good kind of madness, um, you know, either what people were hoping to get out of the event and, and, and also just, you know, get a general sense of who people are and, and, and why they were at the event that I was co-hosting. So here we go. Uh, this is a special joint edition of the Productivity podcast, both for Patreon supporters and general podcast subscribers so enjoy all right so we're at the green dragon in portland oregon i'm talking to darlene hildebrandt (laughs) and darlene what brings you to the green dragon tonight well this is my fourth time in portland for the wds conference and um i came to the green dragon to hang out with um some more fizzlers and wds people because it's it. The reason I come to this conference again and again is to hang out with people that are like-minded and um, they get what I do, which is not what the normal people do. <laughs> and what is it that you do? Well, I teach photography, which sounds like a normal enough thing, but my business is based online. It's digitalphotomentor.com, mm-hmm. and I teach um, courses online, and I have photography tours, so my business has become... Um, something that is somewhat location independent. Uh, I'm working right now. <laughs> right on. And what what brings you back to WDS year after year? Uh, like you said, you've been here. F- this is your fourth year, or your fourth? Been- okay. Yeah, I only missed the first one, and just by a little bit, I I come again and again. I think for the people, um, like just down the way in this bar here is one of my roommates from the first year that I was here. We had never met before, and I shared a room with three other women, and we're still in touch and, and talk that to each other. you didn't even know. Didn't know them, and we're still wow. friends, and we talk to each other all the time on Facebook and stuff. And one of them's just over there. And um, so I, I come to reconnect with these people and see people face-to-face because it's one thing to um, have a relationship with somebody online, but it's a different thing to sit down and, and have a beer and have some dinner and and meet face-to-face and see what, you know, it, you have a different type of connection. Is there anything you're looking to get out of this year? I came with absolutely no agenda this year uh-huh. other than I just want to uh, connect with people and just be in the environment of um, other people that are doing amazing things. So maybe garner a little inspiration. My business has taken off in the last year. I'm doing quite well, so I feel good about that and the direction I'm going um, but I can always be inspired by somebody who's doing something amazing mm. what was your biggest takeaway last year my biggest takeaway last year oh. last year was interesting because I was in the middle of creating a product and it's a bit of a blur actually <laughs> um, between May and October I, I worked like a dog and I didn't have a lot of downtime so I would say my biggest takeaway last year was actually just some R&R and time to, to temp, a chance to take some time away from that for, for a few days and just relax and soak in Portland, which I love. Okay, right on. 
And what's your tie-in to uh, Mike Vardy and the Productivist here? I've ran into Mike a few times. Uh, met him on Fizzle.co, um, the Fizzle community, and uh, met him in person at the NMX conference, I think, a year and a half ago or something like that. And um, we're fellow Canadians, so, you know, we, we've chatted about that. And um, I find uh, what he... I find what he does helpful, and, and uh, I've got his little Evernote book, um, or his, sorry, Asana book. I'm thinking of Brett Kelly. I've got his, too. I've got his Asana book, and I use Asana. So um, I strive to do more of what Mike does, um, <laughs> but I don't do it as well as he does. <laughs> Tell me a little bit about the Fizzle community. I've, I've heard of it. I, I know Chase Reeves is a local here. I'm what you would call an original Fizzle member. Uh, I was started by Corbett Barr, who was originally a blogger at thinktraffic.net, um, I think, and that morphed into Fizzle, which he, he had a blogging course called Start a Course, a blog that matters. Uh, I had purchased that, and I'd followed Corbett for a while. And when he launched Fizzle, which was, I believe, September 2012, uh, I signed up right away. So I was an original member, and the thing that I, I got out of Fizzle then is different than what I get now, but um, I've gotten collaborations, I've made friends, I've gotten advice, I've done work for other people, uh, paid and, and swapping. Um, it's just a place where, besides the videos that they make that are educational, which are really useful, uh, it's a place to interact with people that are doing similar things again, in a virtual way, right? WDS is a way to do that in person. Digital is a way to do that virtually, no matter where you live, and get support for, you know, stuff that you might be doing that your friends and family go, are you out of your mind? And is Fizzle the type of thing that you do until you launch your business? Or, I mean, is it something you see yourself being in forever? Like, what, um, what kind I've of told Corbett that I'm a lifer and I'm not going anywhere. Uh-huh. Uh, partly because I've gotten so much back, uh, back. I've gotten so much from Fizzle that now I, I often go and just give back. So I'll go answer people's questions. And people that I see that were where I was, you know, two years ago and are struggling and I can help them with that because I've been there I know what it feels like to get over the hump so I will stay in Fizzle um, as long as they have it I don't see myself going anywhere and I still get value from it um, I'm in a mastermind group now of with three other Fizzlers we call ourselves Fizzlers and this is my second group the first one I was in for two years we were all members as well and that group just sort of grew apart and and I've moved on to a second group, which is we're all we've all been in business for a while. We're we're performing at uh, maybe a higher level than somebody who's just starting, and we're able to help each other go to the next point in our businesses. So I'm still finding value. Very nice, very nice. So as we close this out, what would you say are your top three productivity tips for photographers? For photographers? Because that's your, that's your area, right? Um, well, I teach photography to amateurs. Okay. So uh, in terms of people who would be my How students. About amateurs, then? Yeah, amateurs. Productivity tips. Um, number one would be get Lightroom and get organized. That's the tool that I use and the one that I recommend. Number two would be backup, backup, and then backup again. What's your favorite backup tool? Um, I use two different things. Well, multiple hard drives and uh, backblaze.com. So you need something off-site. Uh, we also just started backing up to Amazon S3 on the cloud as well for everything. 
So definitely an online solution of some kind. Um, I also use something called Zenfolio, which allows them to make a small portfolio as well and is fairly inexpensive for somebody who's um, an amateur. And a third productivity tip. This is going to sound counterproductive, but I would say go out and shoot more often, right? If you want to come back with more, better pictures, the best way to do it is to take pictures every single day. Very nice. Thanks for stopping by. Thank you. So you are? I'm Chris Johnson. And what brings you here to the Green Dragon tonight? Uh, Mike Vardy is a friend and a kind soul. And uh, I'm here because, A, he provided a couple of beers for everybody that showed up. B, he um, has always been kind and, and is sometimes really intelligent. And, and I thought there might be a chance that I could... Uh, talk and then see the crowd that he has gathered the souls that are here are some of the most unbelievable people on god's green earth and is he delivering on that tonight is he delivering on that I, he doesn't did, have to did he, he just, assemble the people did he assemble? i mean how did he do there's it? enough there's a critical mass of badassery here yeah so yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, most of them are not even drunk so yeah it's great <laughs> and what do you do i make high-end product demo videos at a company called simpla film interesting and they're here in portland we are we are, and uh, I the, I'm the co-founder, and uh, we've been in business for five years, so we've survived and uh, thrived and prospered and um, in varying degrees over the years. And how do you know Mike Vardy? I know Mike Vardy from WDS a couple of years ago. We met and didn't like each other at first. Really? Uh, what yeah. was what, so? What, what rubbed we, you wrong we, about Mike Vardy? Nothing. Rub, we we just didn't like rub each other right. I mean, we <laughs> we've both got a little bit of a um, an acrimonious personality, and so we were uh, you know kind of. There just wasn't any love there. There wasn't a lack of love. We just didn't like feel it, and and then we were reintroduced by Brett Kelly at. Uh, I think one of the Blog World Expo things before they call it whatever they call it now. And it worked out a little bit better. And, and over time, we became friends. And then I got on a call with him uh, over New Year's and told him he was charging too little, which he is. And if you're listening to this, Mike <laughs> Vardy is still not charging enough. And you absolutely, positively need to buy whatever he's selling because he does not know pricing. Once he figures out pricing, you're all dead because he's got gold. So and, get it while uh, you can. Yeah, the damn right. Okay. Of his products, uh, like, have you bought any of them? Which ones do you recommend? Well, you know, Mike is very generous with me, so uh, he invites me into his programs, which is not smart. <laughs> I, I would buy, uh, I would buy his products. Um, the, the, the night owl product is fantabulous. Are you a night owl? Yeah, sort of. Um, what do you think of this whole night owl morning miracle? Like, what do you make of that? You know, uh, I, I'm kind of a nightingale. <laughs> And, and, like, I'm really up early in the mornings and late at night. Early for, early for me is 4. Uh, typical for me is 5.30. And then late is? 1 a.m. So it's so, not a lot of sleep. Well, I sleep in the afternoons, too. So, uh, you know, it's, uh, I'm in the afternoons. Anytime between 1 and 5. If you want me to make a bad decision, that's when you call me. <laughs> and I'll make a terrible decision. So I'll, I'll buy whatever you're selling. I'll do whatever because I, I make garbage decisions between like 1 p.m. and 7 p.m. And I'm half asleep most of the time. So that's that's my, my secret. So take us back. What was it about talking to Mike Vardy about his products or his pricing? Like when, what got, what got you guys on the right track? 
So what got us in the right track, um, boy, the, the, we had some mutual connections that we both respected. We had. You want to do some name dropping here? You no, know, I, I said Brett Kelly. Uh, th- that was a big one. Uh, Chase Reeves and uh, another big one. And we just repeated contact will build affinity. So like he, you know, I saw him hanging in there, hustling, doing his thing, and I knew he was uh, going to do it. So that's that's what uh, happened. Where's your niche in terms of productivity? So. I really love the Scrum methodology, uh, Jeff Sutherland's Scrum, and I really also love the um, Vern Harnish. I don't know if I'm saying his name right, but he is uh, a an, another author, and he writes the uh, Scaling Up. Those are the two two like spirit animals for me. The GTD style stuff I love too because you get control of the details first, and then you can think bigger picture. Most people try to think big picture and have this grand vision. And they don't have control of their details, you know, and like an email will F up their day. Well, it doesn't work that way. You, you, you make the details your, um, your servant and then you move on to bigger things. You free yourself. And do you use any particular tools? Do you like Trello? Sure, do you Trello's like... adequate. I yeah. mean, it's the best thing. It's the best. It's a piece of software, but it's the best one that exists right now. So we use it every day. Slack is also sh- but it's better than everything else. Now, I'm a huge Trello fan. What, yeah. What's wrong with Trello? How would you make Trello so, better? Tr- Trello requires an API to... It, it's not automation-oriented. Okay, so you can't so you're ha- not a web. you're not a web browser guy when it comes to Trello. I mean, I use the web browser, and I use Trello in the web browser, but, like, let's say you want to send an email. Trello doesn't do it intelligently. It doesn't automate it. Like, you have, a, you have one project that you save many times. It doesn't automate the actions that... that would happen it doesn't have conditional logic you know it so when it comes to productivity you mentioned the night owl product getting up early like where so i I use a ton of index cards so like with at my office uh three by five cards my best five leads will always be on three by five cards in my pocket my most important three tasks will be on three by five cards that way you, you have a physical, tangible object that helps ground you because we, we're so digital right now. We're not grounded in the real world. And if you have like one priority, you put it on a three by five card, you carry it with you, and then it's there. And then it's like this thing that's in your way and you still have this damn card from two weeks ago. So you might as well get over yourself and try to do your job. And do you like create a new card every day? How does their process work? So when you get something done, you tack it to a wall somewhere, and then you get like all beautiful mind with yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Do you draw lines between them? And I don't, okay. but I could. I mean, y- you might. Um, no, but you, you want to have like a wall of victories. So like, this is the shit that I did. This is the, the shit that I'm going to do is a few things. And, and so like the agile, not the agile method, the scaling up. No, the agile method really wants you to have like a work in progress and a future jobs thing. They want you to be doing one job at a time, but have, you know, like GTD calls it someday maybe. You, you want to put it on your wall so it's something. And then when you're ready for it, you take it off and make it, you know, you're the product owner. And you, you're, the, the, you're the owner of this process, product, or whatever. So do you have a wall in your office, at home? Like, where is this wall for you? So the wall is a physical wall, and it's a uh, four-by-six bulletin board, four feet high by six feet wide, massive thing that, uh, that I have that has all my stuff on it. If you were to impart your best three productivity tips, what are they? Sure. First of, first of it's communications, okay? 
first one is Unless I Hear Differently, U-I-H-D. And Unless I Hear Differently is what you your subordinates, your team members uh, have to do. Somebody just bring food here. That looks wonderful. Um, but U-I-H-D, it's... it's Unless I hear differently, this is going to happen. So they're, they're, that way there's no bottlenecks and people are empowered and required to make decisions. The next thing is what now, what next, and when. So anytime you're delivering information, this just happened, this is going to happen next, and this is going to happen next by this time. And, and those things save a little, more, a little more work up front, saves a ton of work down the road. And the, the third thing is the daily huddle. You know, a lot of companies do a daily huddle. You do a quick meeting that's no more than 15 minutes, never more than 15 minutes, absolutely generally three to five minutes, okay? And it talks about where we're stuck and how we can get unstuck. And it, like, makes people familiar with each other's product projects. So those are the three best tips that I have, if that helps you. All right. Thanks for stopping by. Yeah. We are with... Mo Nishiyama. And what brings you here? I wanted to meet the people behind both Agent Efficiency Productivity Show and Mike Vardy himself. Right on. So are you a, do you follow Mike's the Productivity's work or have you bought any of their products? Um, not yet. However, after tonight, I will be adding um, the podcast to my feed. I've been the follower of Agent Efficiency podcast since the beginning of the year. It's become part of my week uh, weekday routine, listening to a couple of the podcasts during the morning. Right on. So I first became familiar with you at Write the Docs a couple years ago here in Portland. Oh. And I was fascinated because you gave a talk on meetings. Mm-hmm. And I think, what was the name of that? Was it Making Meetings Suck Less or something like um, that? Did it, it was- in a minute. The Art of Documenting Meeting Notes. Okay. That's what it was. So, what what's happened since then? Are you still are you still running meetings? Are you still documenting meetings? Has that evolved at all? Have you had any rec- any more learnings since that presentation? I'm doing those things. Um, my role at my work, which is at Oregon Health and Science University, as a technical writer in the IT department, is more focused on writing empathetic and friendly customer friendly documents for. Um, communications and how to do <clears throat> how to processes trying to trying to um, sorry change translate technical IT technical engineer mumbo jumbo to something that is, people could understand and adding a little bit of empathy and empowerment for the people who need to use the information and what's the key to doing that putting my putting myself in the shoes of the people who are going to use the information, whether it's someone who needs to act, learn how to access email after finishing a 12-hour shift in a nursing unit, or whether it's a student who needs to access, um, learn how to retrieve old emails with deadline looming before a term paper is due, or just someone who needs to use the IT systems but are intimidated by the way we used to do things, which is like right from the mindset of engineers or system people. I wanted to do something where I can translate it in a way that people could understand and which wouldn't intimidate them or be condescending to them, but treat them like um, collegiate peers who deserve respect and dignity. That sounds like a challenging job. It sounds like a challenging job, and the biggest problem I find is that a lot of IT people are 
have spent all these years learning that hey, le learning IT stuff is very important, and people who don't know the stuff shouldn't deserve to be working here. That kind of negative us versus them mindset. I want to go from having the us versus them mindset to something that's more collaborative instead of hey, we're all in this together. If we go ahead and help you do your jobs better, then you, we are all going to benefit um, together. Um, a rising tide raises all boats. So what are some of your productivity tips as a writer? Productivity tips as a writer, I like to use templates. And whether it's for templates for a frequently asked question document or how-to document, I like to start with templates. And also, I like to embed the templates with how-to instructions for potential authors who are trying to learn how to write. And also use style guides, whether it's institutional or AP style or something that makes sense. I want to make sure that there's consistency so people do not get derailed when they look at one article or one document and look at another and say, wait, this, there's, I, I don't want there to be cognitive dissonance for um, people who look at the site collection of documents. And are there any particular tools that you like or rely on heavily? It's going to sound really low-tech, but I really love keyboard macro programs. My favorite keyboard macro program that I enjoy is uh, Macro Express. Okay. You ever use Hemingway app? No, I haven't. Tell me more. Hemingway app is a, it's a, it's an online app. It's also a Mac app that grades your writing. And uh, I've used it occasionally. Well, I used it a lot when I was an editor for a blog at work. And then... Uh, my guilty pleasure is now posting company press releases into it to see how bad the grade level is. The, the, the idea is that the lower the grade level, the more clearly, easily understood the article is. Oh, really? I thought eighth grade was the target, or eighth grade level was a target. It was. Eighth to ninth grade is kind of the sweet spot. We I found with some of ours, they were around grade 22, which wasn't such a good thing. Oh, <laughs> interesting. So any, uh, any parting... Uh, tips, productivity ideas, anything to share with our listeners tonight? Yeah. When creating documents or when doing, when creating some business outcome, whether it's documents or email or anything else for that matter, think about the impact that your work will have on them and express empathy and express, um, express, think, think about how you can best collaborate with them and how they can benefit from the work and strive towards understanding and a win-win scenario. Sounds good. Thanks for stopping by. Okay, thank you. Tell me who you are and what brings you to the Green Dragon tonight. Uh, sure. I'm Carolyn. Uh, I work here in Portland. I did not get a ticket to the World Domination Summit. Okay. So I am here just to um, meet Mike, meet Zach from Asian Efficiency as well, and uh, learn what I can from this group in one night. So you're just kind of doing the hallway track. That's right. For one night. Yeah. So where has year. it? Where has it? You're here sitting talking to me because you were talking to Mike and there were not enough women. It was it on the <laughs> podcast or what was on the, the podcast? Okay. Yes. And how did he take that feedback? He said, I'm trying. So <laughs> that's great. Uh, so then he was like, well, why don't you come over here and sit with, <laughs> sit down and talk? I was like, okay, all right, I can do that. So what's your interest in, in productivity? Like what, what drew you, what, why'd you come out tonight? Sure. Um, well, it started a couple months ago. I read a book, um, David Allen's G2D, you know, getting things done. 
And then I started looking for different avenues of people speaking about getting things done. Mike interviewed him at one point, so he came up on my radar. I now am a podcast junkie. I listen to um, lots of different podcasts, a lot of them around productivity, mostly because I have a lot of things going on in my life, and so I'm trying to make sense of it all and try and figure out how I can get the most important things done and focus on the right things um, when my time is limited. And so Mike, through his work and Productivityist and his um, blogs and things like that, has really helped help me say, you know, help me start to focus. I'm not there yet. I'm a work in progress. So what was your experience with GTD? Did you read the whole book? Have you implemented the whole process? What 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 did you find there? I've read the book twice. I read the old book and then the new book when it came out. Um, I listened to it on audio as well, just because my commute's long. Um, and I've implemented steps of it. So trying to, the capture piece, trying to t- get everything out of my head. Um, I don't do that very well. Hmm. So I'm kind of stuck at the first step. Um, but that's okay. What have you used so far? Well, first I used paper because that's what I was most familiar with. Um, then I tried to use Outlook. Bad idea. Email? Uh, email's a mess. I get a thousand emails a day just from work alone. Um, and then all my home emails as well. So email's not the best option. So now I use a different tool. It's called Smartsheet, which is a uh, product management tool, but it has a GTD template. Really? Yeah. Okay, um, I've seen it, and it just looked like a, a glorified it spreadsheet looks, It's like Excel on steroids. It's pretty cool. Okay. But it'll send you reminders... And you can create a web form so I can add things from my smartphone when I'm at the grocery store. Oh, I need to do that. I can so just send it. So you've kind of created it. your own system using... Yeah, I kind of created my own system using Smartsheet. Now, how did you land on Smartsheet? How did I what? How did you land on Smartsheet? Like, oh, my work has it. Okay. Yeah. So it was just a, a tool that was yeah, available that yeah. you're familiar with? And yeah. So um, is it perfect? No. Am I exploring other options? Yes, absolutely. I know um, he uh, Mike uses... Todoist. Yes. He, and so I've he started lives to, and li- to do Yeah. It. So I've, I've downloaded that and I'm going to look at that as an option as well. So, what kind of work do you do and how does productivity fit into what you do? Sure. I work for a nonprofit organization. I um, work in prospect research and management, which our job is to find the nest, next prospects for our organization. Um, and prospects making, as in donors? Or, yeah, okay. Yeah. Individuals, corporations, foundations that might be interested in our mission. And then trying to see, if, then I pass that information on. I work in data all day. Um, try and get gift officers to go visit those people that I identify. Very nice. Yeah. So based on what you've learned so far and your productivity studies and everything, what would you say are your top three productivity tips? Don't try and do it all at once. Um, be thoughtful in how you capture um, Tell me a little bit more about that. Thoughtful. What like? Um, be nice. Be try and be con- no. Try and be con- consistent with your capturing process. So I I used to love post-it notes, and so I now have to put a date on my post-it note so I know how long it's been there on my desk, um, and that helps me pick. <laughs> the gentleman next to me is laughing. It's great. Um, so now I say, oh, this one's been there for a while, but I better put, you know, I better put that one into action. Now, have you ever tried Trello? No, I have coworkers that love it, though. So Trello can be 
used as kind of a virtual yeah. post-it board. Yeah. There's also a little calendar power-up that will turn the cards. It will age the cards as the oh, cards nice. get old. So that's kind of like Smarty, too, yeah. is that it turns yellow and then it turns red okay. <laughs> when it's overdue. So Very nice. it's similar, similar. All right. Um, so I think we were on tip two, and then I oh, took us on a little detour mm. there with Smartsheet. If you mess up, start over. It's not the end of the world. Well, thanks for stopping by. Thank you so much for having me. And I'm sitting here with Zachary Sexton of The Productivity Show. And Stephen Worley with formerly of Unstuckable, the yet-to-be-named new project. All right. And so what's brought you guys out to WDS? I was at WDS last year and uh, unconferenced it, which is a way of saying I was cheap and didn't get a ticket. The hallway track. <laughs> the hallway track. And really love the energy, really love the vibe. Wanted to come out and actually experience it full on, go to all the, uh, the events. I also wanted to bring my girlfriend out, who is a uh, teacher, who is currently writing a book on systems and energy management when it comes to being a first-year teacher. And she, uh, she needs a little bit more exposure to this crazy online location-independent world. Nice. I, this is my second time. I came last year. I was not cheap, and I made an investment into this wonderful event. <laughs> that my, sounds like kind of a dig. For, for my second year in a row. No, I'm just kidding. Zach Sexton has uh, supported this awesome event in many different ways by hosting these awesome meetups two years in a row. Right? That is true. This is the second productivity meetup, and it's been at the Dream Green Dragon both times. Um, the, the best thing that I got out of uh, WDS last year was connecting with two amazing productivity friends. One of them being Stephen Worley, who's sitting right next to me. Another one being uh, Thomas Frank, who's an awesome kid. And we can call him a kid because he just turned 24, I think. Yeah, he's 23 or 24. I am not telling you all how old I turned, but I represent another decade. So we, um, the three of us, had a breakfast meeting, I think the, one of the last days of WDS last year, and we have had a breakfast club meeting every single month over Skype since. So I think that was pretty cool. Yeah, that was a big thing when, uh, when coming to WDS. My, my only goal is to make a long-term connection with somebody that can either help me in my career or just be a, a new part of my life. And that's my goal this year as well. I happened to double down last year and, and made two good connections. And uh, we meet up. We're all in the similar space. We all have podcasts. We all write on blogs. We, um, uh, we all do some video uh, work and just kind of online work in the productivity space. And uh, we meet up every month and just talk about what we're getting up to, some of the struggles that we're, we're having. Um, and it's, it's been a lot of fun. Certain people have had huge successes, and, uh, and certain people have had struggles, and we've, uh, we've all worked through them. Certain people are just, I don't know, riding the line. Um, and you know what I also love about it? I still feel like we need to do something with this, because I love how Thomas is, kind of represents the 20s. We're putting you in the 30s. I know you're, you're not there yet, but you're almost there. I'm in the 40s. And we're always in different time zones, although you and Thomas are going to be in the same time zone now. You're going to be in central time zone. So I just love, and all the different perspectives that we have about productivity and how we support each other. It's really, I really come away with so many awesome things. So I also came here, I also brought somebody this time. I brought my sister because she is at this, 
crossroads in her life where I thought she would also benefit from just all these people who look at all these completely different ways to live their lives, how they work. And that's something that I'm really interested in. In all seriousness, that, this is something I've been doing for 15 years. Unstuckable was a great research project. And now I'm looking forward to really continuing my adult development, personal development journey and seeing what new project I can whip up to, to help people through that. And if you've never been, if you're that person who has no idea what to do with their lives, so you're, you want to start something new, this is like a gigantic 3,000 group therapy. You know what I mean? That's what it is. I mean, I just love soaking in all the positivity of humanity. So I think it's like nothing else. It's, I don't even know how to describe this to friends. It's one of the few places where if you just say, I quit my job, you'll get high fives. Well put. Exactly. Or, or, or people, you know, my sister tonight, she's really struggling with everybody's asking, what do I want to do? And I don't know how to answer that question. I'm like, and that's the point. You don't have to. You don't have to because there's a lot of people, I said, there's a good chunk of people to make you feel better that a lot of people are wondering that. But after four days of all this conversation and listening and being around this energy, stuff just gets into your brain. It really, really does. And that's really the point of what excites me about transformation. And by the way, if anybody wants to really change in their life, the one thing I have learned from all of my interviews, you've got to do it with other people. That's how you change. You cannot do it alone. This is not a solitary experience. This is doing it with other people. And that's what I think WDES is all about. What would you say are your top three productivity tips, being that this is the productivityist Asian efficiency meetup? Write things down. And, and then write more things down. And then keep writing things down. Make sure you have a calendar and, and reminders. I think setting up rituals is another uh, powerful tool that you can do. If, you, if there's things that you want to have happen in your life, Usually, it's not the big wins, it's the singles, the consistent singles that will make the biggest impact in your life. Uh, the, Darren Hardy writes about it in the compound effect, and you could just mathematically see it. If you do one thing one time, you'll get X results. But if you keep doing that and it builds on itself, it will continue to grow. So uh, starting to practice like meditation or journaling or waking up early or staying hydrated or getting enough rest, all these things, these are things people know that they ought to do from day to day, but don't do it very consistently. So if you can find ways to reduce the friction, uh, make some sort of marker or trigger or cue to remind yourself to do these things every day, have a routine, written routines even better, reward yourself for doing it, write down all the tools and the steps that you need to do it, that will really allow you to, to move it to the next level. So write things down, create some rituals, and listen to the Productivity Show by Asian Efficiency. And I, I would say you have to ask yourself one simple question a lot about everything you do. Why? Why do you do anything that you do? Where did it come from? What's your reason? What's your purpose? And I think that will really start challenging you to start prioritizing how you spend your time, how you spend your energy. And I'm such a big believer. I know a lot of times when we talk about productivity, it's all about how to do maybe more things with less time. But for me, I've really realized it's about managing your energy. I'll be honest with you. I have a three to four hour window of doing high quality mental work every single day. That's it. That's all I got. So instead of trying to stretch that, I live with it and trying to make the best of it. So it's about prioritization. 
The other thing is meditation. Definitely concur with that. It's really, you have to get stuff off your mind or learn how to become more aware of all those tricks your mind is playing on you. We can say, we can, you know, get rid of every external distraction you want, but we all know we got that monkey chatter going on in our head. So you got to get that boy or gal in the cage. And finally, I love David Allen's uh, quick tip. I love the idea of getting stuff out of your head and into some sort of trusted system. Writing it down. So I put mine on a spreadsheet. I feel I have my maybe column like he advises, my waiting column, my do it right now column, and then I have categories for every project. I feel such relief. And I've also recently re- learned that it's not about getting everything off my list. It's about I'm excited to do so many of these different things. I first ask myself, why am I doing this? If I really know why, it stays on the list. And then I just look throughout the day of, you know, based on my energy, the time I have available, and I'm just constantly getting stuff done. Everything is just always moving forward for me. So as we close things out, is there one particular thing you're looking for to get out of WDS this year, or is it just a more of a continuation of it's been helpful and inspiring before and you're just looking for more of the same? What, what Anything unique you're looking for this year? I think it's the same as last year. Uh, connect with one person that uh, it's going to stay with me the rest of my life and to uh, just be part of this energy that that actually is here. I think it's really interesting having my sister here. It's uh, I can't help but being my little experimenter observer guy that I have this audience of one and I'm not trying to put too much pressure on her. Um, but it's just really interesting um, to just just to really be aware of the moment by moment, what this one person's going to go through over the next four days to really, I'm just really interested in like what goes into helping somebody along in a transformation and, uh, and just really just soaking all the positive energy. I mean, this is what it always does for me. I'm about to like, I had a blip in my journey this last year. I'm, I want to keep continuing on that. And I'm, I think this is kind of a beginning for me to start my next project. All right. Then where can people find you? You can email me. No, wait, no, just tweet me. Follow me on Twitter at Stephen, S-T-E-P-H-E-N, Worley, W-A-R-L-E-Y. If you want to send me an email, you can send it to currently at Stephen at WorleyMedia.com. You can connect with me at Zachary at AsianEfficiency.com or at ZW Sexton on the Twitters, uh, to use Vardy's term, uh, calling it the Twitters. <laughs> And uh, it's, or just AsianEfficiency.com. That's where I, I write. I, um, I make videos. I talk about nerdy things uh, productivity-wise. All right. Thanks for stopping by. Thank you. Thanks for having us. You know, when I met Mo today, I was talking to Kendra, who is co-hosting this meetup right now. And uh, we're chatting, and, and Mo was like, uh, I mentioned Bailey's Tap Room, because I got in mm. last night late I on the Bolt place. Bus. Yep. Um, which you would, because you've spent time on the Eastern Seaboard, right? I live in Boston. So you know the Bolt Bus. I, I quite know the Bolt Bus. Yes. And it's like it's either that or the Mega. Is it the Mega? It's, it's Mega Bus or Bolt Bus. Right. It's one uh, or the other. One or the other. Mega Bus has double-decker buses. Bolt Bus has single. Singles. So it depends so on So the you Bolt Bus goes from Vancouver, British Columbia, down to Portland, and it's like 22 bucks on average. Love it. I know John's, John is looking at me right now going, what? <laughs> Se- for seven hours of travel. Um, so yeah. I got down here at 10 o'clock and 
Jeff Sanquist, who is Coffee Baking Books on Twitter and also talks about intentional wanderings. Uh, mm. you Google that, you'll find him. Mm. Um, he, he, we walked back up. I'm staying at Portland State University. And we came back down. I'm like, let's go to Bailey's Taproom, which you and I, Nathaniel, spent many... Indeed, sir. And <laughs> we've already, we already were talking about going. And you've already... I, we're, I've already been. I'm going. Yeah, so... For so what you're about to say. Out, yes. Which, which anybody who listening, who's listening knows that that's Will Wheaton's kind of like collaboration brew. So Mo was sitting behind Kendra, and I'm saying, I've been to Bailey's Taproom. And Mo, much like he did a few moments ago when I <laughs> mentioned... Uh, <laughs> Blue Star? When you mentioned, he's like freaking out. He did the same thing. Like, oh, oh, oh Bailey's Tapper's amazing. And yeah, I'm Bailey's like, Tapper's amazing. I'm like, oh, let's let's chat. And so we did. And and Mo's like, we we chatted just like ad hoc. And then I'm like, I'm Mike. And 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 then he looked at my name tag. Goes, oh, I'm gonna come into the meetup later. I'm coming to the productivity. I'm like, all right, awesome. So and now he's on the show. <laughs> So there you go. There but you Bailey's Taproom, we must have spent, like, that was our go-to place last year. Mm, it does. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, we hung out. I feel like we had, like, a rotating third now seat. When, now, when did we meet the first time? When did we meet New the first Media time? Expo, yeah, think. New Media Expo. That's right. But yeah. we barely spent time there. And now, then at WDS, we do, got to know each other. Those who do not know who you are that are listening oh, right yeah. now. I'm just you, a voice. You probably need to I'm a disembodied them. voice, aren't I? You are. You're like I'm you're, you're like Andy Dick in that <laughs> weird video that's on you from from uh, the Ben Stiller show. So you need oh, to yeah. actually You remember that one now? I do now. now I didn't know what the, you're talking John, about. you got to put that in the show notes. He's like good <laughs> luck with that, Mike. Embedded. Uh, I'm Nathaniel Boyle. I uh, host a daily travel podcast and I am actually here in Portland launching a new community for people that are creative. Uh, and want to see the world. Creative people basically that had that impulse to see the world and express themselves in a way that lasts and makes a difference. And this has been in the making for a while. Quite a while. we talked about it last year, and you've actually, like, I've got to refresh that page that you asked me to kind of work oh, on. Oh, yeah. For, so it's, it's called... It's not, it's not up, to, up to snuff, but go ahead. It's called uh, The Holocene, and Holocene is basically a... Uh, it's the epic in which we all live, but it's also basically this uh, this grandiose thing that I think that we all struggle it's the world around us that we struggle to understand without going out and exploring it so anyways the community is basically for the people that want to explore themselves by going outward and getting to know the world right uh, creative types really right so I'm excited right. to I feel like world domination is a place now you know who's missing from this conversation right who now who indeed you know who I, it, it, the problem, so, Mike, is that I know too many people. Jason Moore. Oh, Jason Moore is certainly missing from this conversation. You're so right. So we're gonna we're gonna actually plug plug his stuff. Jason you- Moore is the host of the Zero Two Travel podcast. You can find his work at zero travel dot com. He's a wonderful gentleman, uh, and he cannot Absolutely. be with us because he's spending time with his wife's family in Norway. And uh, yeah, he's yeah he's a nice guy. But we had a great time. Actually, I, I want to say if we didn't know each other well enough before, we all got to know each other because we're all podcasters. Yeah. <clears throat> so we all went to podcast moving in Dallas, and that was a great time. But we got to know each other we, better at WDS. The like, two of us, the two of us, but the three of us really like we basically. I didn't, like, we didn't realize. What was we the all name of that bar? Other. What was the name of the bar in uh, in Dallas? It was like a. It's a chain. Yeah, it was a chain. I can't remember. Can't remember. Man, well, it was well, good. We, there, there will not be a show. They delivered about on this. the IPA, and that's all you have to do. <laughs> if you want to like, if you want to like, tell us what it is, then like message us on Twitter, That's but we, we can't tell you what it is right now. That's it. Uh, although I will be there. You're not going again, though, this year, are you? You're not the, going to Podcast I'm not, Movement? I'm not. I'm going. It's going to be a great time. I'm it looking is. forward to it. Eric Fisher will be there, so him and I can do some like productivity stick. But 
I want to know why you keep why you why you're back here at World Domination Summit because that's one of the cruxes of what I wanted to get out in this episode. Okay, yeah, no, I think that's good. So I really wasn't going to come up until like maybe two months ago, a month ago, and I had this when tickets were finally maybe not going to be available. Oh, yeah, anymore, pretty much. You had to I kind of, of pick pick your spot. Yeah, you know, it was um, less about almost less about the event. It's certainly about the community. It's about the people. I this past so we so we were talking about how. The thing that I've been building, this community, uh, Holocene, is a, has been a work in progress. But that my podcast, and this, it, it was a daily thing for the first twelve months. Right. It was really a way for me to research and get to know the people in the industry, but also the people that would reach out to me and get to know exactly what it is that makes them tick. Right. I think what I learned is that there is this, at least the, the way the place that I come from is a creative background. My mother's an artist. I come from a, a background you're in filmmaking. You're, you're, you were, you were theater. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, active, I have 10 yeah. years of theatrical experience. I see a direct uh, parallel between the sort of cre- the theater and the, all the different roles that you can play on stage and all the different roles that are waiting for you out in the world and travel. And right. so for me, it's like go out, find your story, explore who you can be by getting to know the world better. I think there are a lot of people that are wired that way here at World Domination Summit. I get so fired up just talking to them, and I want to get to know them better. Do you think that's because Chris, the founder, Chris Gillibo, is so no. travel-oriented? Do I you do. think that's what it is? I think that's a big part of it. I think that he's attracted a following that... Because he built his... Because, I mean, like, you got to think about it. Like, I mean, the, the $100 startup was, like, his big bestseller. But really... What I think drew people to the, this this conference, this event, and I'll call it conference, whatever, is is the is is the art of nonconformity. Right. I think that's the thing. Would you agree? Yeah, I would say the art of nonconformity is basically his brand. If you want to break down Chris into one word, it's nonconformity, right? But <laughs> I think that a lot he gained a lot of attention by declaring that he was going to go to every country in the world by the age of thirty-five, and he's right? done it, and he's done it. And that's that's, that's the admirable part. Now that oh, is all oh, else, so, yeah. that's a, that's an elite travel thing. I mean, he's basically in the world of competitive travel. He just doesn't talk. Yeah, about but it I don't that think way. that's a, a travel thing entirely. I think it's just. I mean, yes, obviously, I mean, it speaks to that. It is there are clubs it, it, that he could it's be a, a part of if he is. It's a already. commitment thing. It's a like I have this goal I'm going to set. Right. It, whether it's travel or business or whatever, I did it. And if I can do it, you can do it. And I didn't play by the rules so to make it happen. So I think that there are a lot of people here that have the desire to to either uh, achieve some of these goals or not. Going to every country in the world is something that I think people say to themselves, I would love to do this, but I admit it will probably never happen. And now we have this sort of idol that has done it. Yes. And that's a huge That's a huge thing. To, first of all, say you're going to do it and then to go and do it. Make it a reality. Yeah. Th- that's a game changer right there, right? Yep. So Chris yep. has gained a lot of attention just by of doing course. that. There's a lot of people here that are travelers or that have that sort of impulse, that connection with see not just the world, but every country in the world. Go e- everywhere. E- execution. And, and his latest book, The Happiness of Pursuit, isn't just – it's about hitting that target. So it's not about like it's, – it's, it's the chase that makes him happy, which I think it – or that or it did. I don't I'm, – I'm curious to see what he does next. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm looking at, I'm looking at Darlene. Go ahead, Darlene. What, what? Well, Chris has talked about that, right? He goes, he's like, "What do you do after you've achieved this thing that you've spent all of this time thinking about and planning?" And I, I mean, I think it's like a business, right? Like if I launched a product, and when you get finished it, it's like you get over this hump, and there's this relief, and the, you know, you make money and all that stuff. But then it's like, what do you do after that? What's your next thing? Well, and the other thing is, you have to be true to the. And this is going to sound um, odd or maybe like too 
commercial. Or, but what do you do to, to also do that to stay true to your brand? Like, because he's about, I mean, again, what's this conference about? Community service. Like, adventure. How, adventure. Like, how do you stay true to that and yet fulfill that thing that Darlene was just, like, how do you do that? How do you continue to gain attention and grow hype when you have been to every country in the world? Do you go to every territory? Do right. you, I mean, can, I don't think you can, you can do that in the same way. You have to go out and do another thing. I mean, what you've got is you've got, you've got this conference, you've got this community. You begin to serve this. You see what comes out of this community, and then you begin to champion your poster boys. I think that would be a great way to sort of further the attention. So of- what's next for you? Like, I mean, you're, you're in the midst of, the, the obviously, the creation of what you, like, bringing to fruition what you've talked about. Yeah, so you next? know, the podcast for me has been an amazing way to practice speaking my message, learn what it is that I'm all about, and uh, I've been approached by a, a massive brand to produce a podcast for them, so I'm going to be doing that. I can't really speak about it beyond that. And then uh, I'm working on creating a, a community that helps people to see the world and express themselves in a way that matters, so... Uh, so, Joe, that. why don't you tell everybody where... No. <laughs> the, the inside joke from... The <laughs> <laughs> no, go ahead. Joe's apparently my dark, uh, my dark persona that's coming Where apparently out he's infidelity and all yeah, that. Yeah, I guess so. It's apparently. Really, we've gone really way down we the We went way down the spiral. Down. This is what happens when you have a productivity meeting where, where, where beer comes into play. <laughs> all the magic happens Matt, over... Matt, 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 who's up next, who's yes. just going to jump on right after I'm this. I'm just going to say... You're right, Mike. This is... <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> So much beer. Yeah. All right. So Matt, we've got, we got drunk Matt coming on next. No, I'm kidding. No, no, no. Hammered Matt. Hammered Matt. Uh, all the magic pro- happens over adjective. DailyTravelPodcast.com. You can check that out, or you can uh, check out Holocene.io. Thanks, Mike. This is Thank fun. you. Okay, so get this. Every time I my son goes to bed, I have a routine. Because routine are like the building blocks of productivity. As you far need as, it, yeah. Yeah. And kids need it more than anything else. So my wife just messaged me while I'm here at WDS. She goes, Mike, uh, your son, Colton, is officially tired and now a basket case at bed when you aren't here to read the questions from the Marvel Universe 2500 question book that we have. So now he's just a total Away. jerk at bed. No, he's a jerk. Like, he's like, I'm not going to bed... Because the closure isn't there. Like, the, the closing loop is not there. So she just messaged me that. Now, my response, like, she just texted me this as I finished up with Nathaniel, which, of course, I had a couple of... Uh, John, I got to thank John. John is my podcast editor. Hi, John. How do you do? <laughs> How are you? John John makes me sound way better uh-huh. than I ever could. Wait, so what podcast are am I on right now? You're on the Productivities Podcast. Yes! But you're only doing like a snippet so that people go, I want to hear more of Matt later. I hope they do. And they will. I hope. And they will. Because you haven't rapped yet. I haven't. And you will. I haven't even freestyled. No, you haven't done any of that. I've been on what, like one, maybe one of your podcasts. You were on one, yep. yep, I should be on Driven. You will be on Driven. All right, there we go. Let's make it a thing now. We're going to book it right now. Let's go to to Sunrise Meet and make the keyboard (laughs) happen. (laughs) Um, Anyway, so Matt, I met Matt. I met you at NMX. No, you didn't. No, I met you at Podcast Movie. That's correct. I thought I met you at NMX. I was, I've never been to NMX. I can't say it fast like you can because I've never been there. So, that's, well, you should learn. No. Uh, I, I hear I'm not supposed to go to that. This is, this. by the way, this is a Patreon exclusive component of the podcast because he was not at NMX. So oh, now we oh, have to, oh. I mean, no, I was. No, no, we'll, we'll, we'll throw it in. Okay, okay. So, we met first for the first time ever at Podcast Movement. Yes. And uh, uh, you, 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 you introduced me to Whistlepig. 
Oh, well, that, that would be, do it. That, that would do it. Very, very. That's my, my one of my favorite. So whistle, right now. whistle pig is. It's more of a rye. Is it? I think it's more of a rye. Is it or isn't? You no, know, I think it is. Okay, then I'm. So it's wait, more of a rye. rye. John is, is loving this because John's on? like, I have no idea how to edit this together you at all. You don't edit anything no, I, I do. Yes, no, thank he's just you. gonna go. Yeah, it's thank efficient, you, more efficient that way. Yes, but remember, I'm more about effectiveness than efficiency, John. So. Um, <laughs> Matt rolled his eyes. Matt mode? totally rolled his eyes. What mode am I in? Mike, what mode are you in right now? I am in social mode. Ah, all right. See, see how I did. See yeah. what I did there. That's a so see? solo mo. Yeah, solo mo. Yeah. So that's a good one. You're right. You like that? <laughs> I'm gonna have to hashtag that. Solo <laughs> yeah. Mo. Um. So Matt, you've been uh, like I was on the the show that we talked about systems. And stuff. It was when you were doing the financial stuff. I was right? doing the Money Matters. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, podcast, yeah. Yeah. And now what are you doing? Now I well I do I, well so when I was doing the Money Matters I you're had, still doing this thing that you're we're gonna talk about a little sure. bit right yeah. Uh. So um. I have a website called SwimUniversity.com. And I teach people how to take care of their pools and hot tubs via video graphics and, and articles. And I've been doing that since 2007. And the, like, so what's interesting is that this is, I was watching uh, Jonathan Fields today at his academy. And, yeah. and Jonathan's this brilliant guy. And, and, and I mean, you just explained, like you said, what's your, what's, what is your, like, what's your label? And you kind of just did that right now. You just described it. My elevator pitch. It, it is, but you're... You are doing something that allows people to be effectively. They can deliver the goods on what you're what you're prescribing far yeah. faster than than in many other instances because they're either they are lost or they're learning it from somebody like it's you know what I mean or they yeah. get a pool boy to do it or whatever. Well, yeah, they they usually go to a bunch of pool stores and get uh, a mismatch of information from different people who are just college kids, you know, there for the summer and trying to get information about their hot tub or pool and. It's inconsistent, and it, that's the, sort of the problem, and it's always been. Why are you? Why is that? Why is that a passion? Like, because it's, it, it's, it's not. So it's not a passion. I've just been. When I was thirteen years old, I worked at a local pool store, a local pool and janitorial store. So we sold shock and toilet paper. So you really? It was a choice. It was a choice in the fact that when I was thirteen, they're like, "Do you want to go make money on the weekends?" And or do I'm you like, want to? Do you want to stock toilet paper? So. So anyway, I, 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 was, I started uh, when I was 13 working at a pool store, and I've been in that for, I did that for, I don't know, since I was, until I was 17, 16, 17. Right. Went and worked for another pool store, went and worked for another pool store, and then started learning website design because I was in a rock band, and I was, I was, I was. Because that's what rock, rock, you know, rock, musicians yeah, when, totally are like, oh, web, web dude, design. when you get, when you like are rocking out at a concert, you're playing, you're playing a uh, rhythm guitar and your lead singing. When you get home, I all cannot you- wait to hear about the hero image that I'm going to put up later. <laughs> all you want to do is go home and just design a website. That's oh, what yeah, you want. You're right there, and that's and that's what I did. It's like comedians, the same thing. When I was doing comedy, I'm like, I cannot wait to get home and write a blog post about the impact of an ask for <laughs> and what saying yes does. Yeah, uh-huh. yes, to, and to, to yeah, yes, yes, and uh-huh. th- that will make a difference in everyone's life. Yes, I cannot wait. So that's what I did. So drive or driven, rather, yeah, driven is is like to that that must have spawned from that somehow because I mean, frankly, you were doing you're still doing it, and yeah. I mean, like, so what's driven all about? So driven's uh, a new podcast. It's, uh, it's I, I love the I love the I love the the, 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 the imagery. Artwork. The imagery yeah. is amazing. Thank it's you. Like, 
It's like as a Canadian, I can appreciate anything Gosling or anti. Because either you're either a woman that appreciates Ryan Gosling, of course, yeah, or a Canadian goes good for you. Re- Wait, Gosling is is Canadian? Yes, I did not know that. Oh yeah. Oh oh yeah. Oh yeah. Just like <laughs> Ryan Reynolds. Really? Yes. See, this is amazing. Yeah, no. This is going to get Ryan Reynolds weird. is Canadian. I know Alanis Morissette. Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey. John Mike Candy. Myers. Who? John Candy. John Candy, right? Uh, yeah. Well, let's see who other Canadian. Well, you know Mike Myers. Mike Myers. Uh, uh, Lauren Michaels. Yes. Absolutely Canadian. Uh, Rachel McAdams. Okay. Did not know that one. Yep. Dated the Canadian for a while, Ryan Gosling. Really? Yeah. Uh, we're th- we're throwing our people down there left, right, and center. That's fine. So, and, and we th- also have Justin Bieber, but you, we're we not. Know, ta- I knew that. We're not taking him back. I I'm I, I want to keep him <laughs> in my basement. <laughs> no. Uh, Meanwhile, John over in the corner here is going like, "How is this productivity <laughs> at all?" Oh, so is that what we want to do? Yeah, we totally want to. All do right, that. all right. Let's let's go then. No, let's, let's go, go there. So so being driven, like yeah. like like so you built this 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 new show, which is again very new. Why? Very new. Why? Uh, I wanted to talk to people who did what I did. I wanted to talk to, and I, you know, everyone has an entrepreneur interview show. It's a you right. Know, we do. We all do it. Uh, but we do it. We do it because I think we want. It's sort of like how like Mark Maron started his podcast because he wanted to talk to other comedians. Comedians, yeah. Right. Yeah, he wanted yeah. to just like work out his own, you know, mess. And uh, I don't want to work out my own mess. My mess is taken care of. I think. Yeah. Uh, I've, I've I've seen a couple podcasts where it's been like that was sort of the the goal is like hey I want to talk to other podcast I want to talk to other entrepreneurs to learn you know what what they're going through and maybe it'll help my situation I actually don't want to learn about you as a no. as a business owner I I actually don't care uh, I do in a little bit I do a little bit but what I really care That's more as a friend than as a yeah, yeah, yeah I actually yeah. really what I really care about and what I what I like to talk about on the show is what made you decide at one point that some there's 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 things that you went through in your childhood in in high school in college like there's paths that you the that very you, question i just asked you yeah. why driven yeah yeah and but 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 driven is so like so like so the real question is like why some university right because that was the first thing dude yeah because i mean honestly i'm like how first off why and then how is this sustainable? Like that's the second question, right. naturally, right? Right. So that's that's sort of the, the the question I'm trying to answer because I'm I'm I what I want to do is find the commonalities between like what I do and what I've always done and what you do. Right. Cool. So why WDS? Why are you here at the World Domination Summit? Because uh, this is your first go round, right? Yeah, this is my first time here. Uh, I'm here because I was invited to go to VidCon. In Anaheim, right at the end of this month, and I was uh, I wanted to go meet my girlfriend's parents from Seattle, and we were going to do it do that at the beginning of the month, right? And so I'm like, well, why don't we just spend the whole month on the West, West Coast? Coast? Yeah, yeah. So I just you know, you're based where I am in New Jersey currently. But not for long. I love how you like qualify that. Like it, it, it doesn't matter. Just, just to, no. Wait, wait, Scratch I, that. I, I'm there. I'm there. Edit, 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 edit that. I'm a Devils fan. So what? Yes. Why? Okay. You are a Canadian. Here's why. Okay. I, actually, what you just said explains why. Okay. Sean Burke. I don't know. Anything Canadian about Olympic spe- uh, uh, team in 1988 mm-hmm. was the goaltender. Got drafted by 
the Canadian no, League. No, the New Jersey uh, Devils. Oh, New Jersey Devils, right, okay. And they played the Boston Bruins, and that was the year where the refs, like, got in a tr- – like, there was a big thing in 1988 where the refs – Schoenfeld called the refs, like, have another donut, and the refs didn't, like – so, like, honestly, like, Sean Burke was, like, the gateway. Okay. And I've been a Devils fan ever since. Wow. And, yeah, so I'm going to go see a game at the Rock in February. Really? Yeah. I won't and be there. I know you won't. <laughs> and I'm okay with going to the Rock City game because on my bucket list, I'll go see the, the the Devils are not the team they once were. They've won cups, but they will not win the cup in this coming year. Right. But, no, I'm a Devils fan. Interesting. When I landed in Liberty, actually, it was quite funny. I'm like, I can't wait to see all the Devils here. Not a, not no, no, a no. stitch. No, no, no. Not a stitch. It's all like Mets and Yankees yeah. and, and Jets and Giants. Yeah. Not a stitch I don't think hockey. North Jersey cares about uh, – no. I'm not I'm not North Jersey. That's all – see, I'm a Flyers fan, technically. I'm, I'm, I'm using, By the way, did you know the Flyers owner owns the Devils? I – no. <laughs> I, no, I didn't know that. And, yep. and I don't know if I really care. Yeah, you don't care. I don't know. <laughs> but wait, who, what's his name? Uh, Jeff something. Okay, Jeff. 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 Oh, oh, Jeff. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a great guy. So, Matt, where can people find you on the internet with with what you've got going on? Well, I think, yeah, I think the most uh, related thing would be drivenshow.co, which is where they can go and, you know, since this is a podcast, they can go and listen to the podcast. The website, I think, is beautiful. I designed it myself because I spent so much time. Learning website Matt's design while I was in it. when he says this, so yep. I know he means it. I do. I re- I'm really proud of uh, the pictures that I took. The the very uh, uh, I, I, Miami Vice drive oh, the movie. Yeah, yeah very very uh, 80s retro kind of feel. Uh, so yeah, drivenshow.co is that. And if you have a swimming pool or a hot tub, go to swimuniversity.com. And if you like coffee, you can go to roastycoffee.com. That, and you, by the way, you've done some great stuff there. Thank we're you. Talk about a Chemex now because we're done with drip coffee. Yes. My wife's like, we uh, we'll get a uh, we'll get a like a like a boat. I'm like, no no no, we've got an Aeropress for our for our stuff. Let's, sure, uh, let's get a Chemex. Do a for- Chemex because it's good for two people. Yeah, because you can make a big a big you know a big batch. Two yeah, twenty ounce coffees. Absolutely, good. absolutely. Yeah. So go check all that out. Yep. Um, that's pretty much all I have to say. I know John has interviewed a ton of people for this episode. We're gonna shift things back over to me talking at the end about what have what has happened. At WDS or at this event, more the the, the 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 you know the the meetup where we are. Yeah, you're done. You're done. You're gone. Thank you. We're done. I'm gonna Matt. You're good. Can I drop the mic? You can drop the mic. <laughs> Thank you. And that wraps it up. Uh, not much more to say. Thanks to everybody who appeared on the show. We're gonna do this kind of thing again in a couple weeks' time when we uh, attend podcast movement in Fort Worth, Dallas, Fort Worth. Texas. Uh, John's going to be there as well, so I'm really looking forward to it. John and I actually had some time to sit down and uh, talk you know, outside of this event as well. So we're, we're really putting forward plans for how we're going to make the podcast better. It was great to finally meet John in person. I want to thank him you know, publicly uh, for all the hard work he put in, not just into this episode, because he showed up with his portable audio gear and did the lion's share of the work while I enjoyed the lion's share of the uh, of the of the meetup itself so big thanks to john polstra for for uh helping me put this together and actually putting this together and uh making it happen uh i i want to thank the patreon supporters of the show because they're the ones that allow me to have john there to get things going and 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 ask the right questions and edit the show and all that so 
If you're interested in becoming a Patreon supporter of the Productivityist podcast, go to patreon.com slash productivityist. You'll see all the perks that are there. Anything from $1 to $50, there's a perk level there for you. Uh, and uh, it'll really help me take the show to the next level. We're we're uh, we're getting into that mode now where we've had we've got about four weeks, and the summertime is a great time to start planning and setting things up for the future. And the month of July into the beginning of August is one of those times where we're really focusing on the podcast element of things. So, and there's a lot of other big plans that I'm going to be discussing with my Patreon supporters over on the Patreon channel. We're doing a monthly video over there now too, as well. So, um, I wouldn't be at all surprised if that video this month is actually done while I am in Fort Worth. Uh, Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Uh, So again, if you're interested in supporting, patreon.com slash productivityist. And if you are not able to support in a monetary fashion, that's absolutely cool. Uh, Just if you could give a rating review, I'd love it. It'll help more people find the show. And also let me know what I'm doing right and and what I can improve upon. I'd really love to hear from you in that front as well. And and, uh, as for what, what we can expect in the next few weeks, Patreon supporters that are at a certain level are going to hear that in the coming days. Uh, for those of you who are not, uh, there's a lot of great guests coming up. I'm slated all the way out until September now, so there's a lot of stuff coming down the pipe, and I'm really, really excited about where this podcast is headed. And I'm really excited uh, more so uh, at this point because I've just come back from a phenomenal event, uh, the World Domination Summit. Chris Gillibo and his team, I want to thank them uh, on the podcast here because they put together a phenomenal event year in and year out. A small team, uh, a large group of volunteers, and uh, Chris Gillibo is the ringleader. Uh, I, 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 you know, there's a reason I go every single year. There's a reason that, that uh, I'm lined up to go next year already. Um, I love the community that's there. I love the uh, the ability to, you know, have an adventure with with everyone that's there, uh, and uh, I love the uh, I love the message of, of community adventure and service. And uh, Chris is Chris and his team have put together a phenomenal event that one can only you know I mean if you have if you've been you know exactly what I'm talking about. If you haven't been, uh, you're going to want to get your tickets as soon as they go on sale because it's actually scaling down a little bit from uh, the past two years back to a, a smaller sized event. So uh, you're going to want to get your tickets. And, and honestly, uh, there's going to be some other stuff going on in Portland around that time that, uh, that WDS kind of feeds. And you've been seeing that over the past few years as well. So if you're interested in going to Portland, it'll be uh, next year, later next year in, in August. Uh, so when those dates are announced, make some plans to be there. I know I'll be back. I'm going to have another meetup. Uh, might do even a little bit more. We'll see. But I'm really, really excited. I've got you know my, my clarity day that I had uh, a few... Uh, about a week or so ago, coupled with my small sabbatical that I'm just finishing now because I was at the World Domination Summit. Um, Now plans are really going to take flight, and I hope you'll join me as they do. So thanks again for joining me this week. Uh, We will see all of you and most definitely a few more next week. Until then, stop guessing, start going, and keep moving things forward. Have a great week.